for the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Dr. Jacinta C.K. and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live every Friday at 11 a.m. giving you generational perspective and real world opinions. Hello, hello everyone and my name is Dr. Estella or Dr. E and that was Dr. J welcoming you to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We are so excited to talk about a topic that um, we've been dealing with for a little bit yeah, <laughs> and I think you all can relate. So I'm, I'm curious, I'd love to hear people call in, uh, you know, to talk to us about it at three one zero nine two eight seven seven three three. Yep. And here's what the topic is. The topic is how do you deal with things that get on your nerves that are kind of annoying and what's the best way to deal with it in relationships. Yes. And this annoyance can happen uh, at work, at home, you know, anywhere. So we want you to call in and talk about it. But before we do that, we're going to do a mindful check. So Jay, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing really well. Um, I got my girls with us today on the show and, um, (laughs) I'm feeling really good. The weather's cooling down, which I'm excited about. I know Dr. Stella loves the heat. But I love it when it's kind of cold. I'm one of those weird people that love the cold. So I'm doing really well. How about you, Dr. Stella? You know, I'm doing well as I'm really doing well as well. I woke up today, and here's the thing. Um, yeah, that was well as well. Kind of weird. But I'm, you know, I was going to say it again, but I'm not going to say well as well again. But he, I'm doing well as well. Um, but that's the reason. The weird thing is that we, um, I woke up this morning and it, I opened my window because it is getting cooler where we live now. And it was nice to feel the cold air. And as a matter of fact, I didn't want to get out of the bed and it felt like the Midwest again. Nice. And uh, my boss called me at 6.30 in the morning because what? her computer wouldn't work. And I heard it ring and I, I'm like, I can't get it. I know I don't have anything today. And uh, I missed the call, but it was uh, it was interesting because I did not want to get out of bed. So I'm doing well. I, I um, I'm happy that, you know, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm having a good good time, and I, and I love my grandkids, so I'm just doing perfectly well. I'm glad you're doing great. I know, I know. So, so our topic is going to be interesting tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know what, it's, it's all about, you know, I, the hard part is having people, after we talk about this, deal with it. Because we all have our little quirks, right? And, right. And how, so. how are you going to overcome quirks? Because that's usually what gets on your nerves. I mean, do you think that some of your quirks you would want to deal with in yourself if you were dating yourself? I think my quirks are really good. I think it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I, mean, I think I have quirks. Let me think about this. I think that if you know your quirks and you work on them consistently, 
then hopefully they get better. I mean, you have to realize that you're not perfect, right? Well, see, first of all, my quirks are the right quirks. Are they? Yeah. What do you think your quirks are? You shouldn't have, you know, pick up after yourself. Good quirk. But nagging is not a good quirk. Crazy. But nagging is not a good quirk. I know. Nagging is not. But the only way to get the quirks done is you get to pick them up. It's a nag. Little man even's like, yeah, yeah. What about your quirks? I know. What is your quirk, Jay? What do you think my quirks are, girls? I wonder what do you think my quirks are. Tell me, I like. I really want to know. I don't really nag. I'm not a nagger. Yeah, it's hard to think. Lack of focus. That's because you always want me to. No, even if you don't, it's lack of focus. No, I think that I want my personal time. So, and I don't get it often. So, I think that people mistake that. I have. I'm pulled a lot of ways. But when I'm focused on somebody, like I give people time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just know that. it's okay uh, to, it's, I think it's okay to have these quirks and these things, but we want to just make sure we're able to handle those um, and, and appropriately. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. So there are studies out there that talk about, you know, relationships and, and I think they're all good. Yes. I think that they're good. Um, but there's one particular article that I read and, and, and you know, we, annoyance can happen again at work or play, but this one particular, uh, uh, uh article that, and actually it was on the, it appeared, the lady talked about it on the Today Show and she talked about annoyance of, uh, annoying ha- habits your partners have and, and, um, it was Gail Saltz that talked about this and, she talked about it in the sense of what can we do to get rid of the quirks that we have? What can we do to get rid of some of the things that bother people, especially in our relationships? So we're going to take this to another area. We're going to specifically talk about how it affects, you know, relationships with your spouse. Right. And um, here's some of the things that I think really are funny. The first one they talked about is body quirks. And they they said this includes, um, well, I, I don't know, nose picking, passing wow, gas, burping, cool. okay. picking teeth, and any time when one releases things from <laughs> body parts. Well, don't you think, though, okay, so bodily quirks, I think, are sometimes natural. I mean, I mean, not going around picking your nose. Don't, but I think that, like, I mean, if you're in a relationship long enough, you're going to pass gas in front of somebody. You know, so I think it just depends on the person. If they... If you know that you have that kind of person that's, like, disgusted by that stuff and that's something that you know you normally do. Well, I had a person tell me that they didn't have any of those bodily functions happen. And I'm thinking, well, wow, how are you still alive? But um, the bottom line is you need to – I think that there's certain things – I mean, when when I was taking a yoga certification, one of the things they said that those things happen all the time in yoga because you're releasing – you're putting your body in different – So one person, person, they they suggested we announce – they suggested we announce – if you have to pour it, it's okay. So I'm like, oh my God. It's like, no, no you know, it's fine as long as you're not behind that, that person that's having the yoga. Yeah. So it's kind of like weird um, that uh, they would say that, <laughs> that. But anyway, I think that that one is not something we should. I mean, it depends on people. But if it's a body quirk, what do you do with quirks? You let your spouse know, right? Let your spouse know. And I also think with bodily quirks, um, 
you know, I think the problem is, is that sometimes people pretend like they don't have these different quirks and then they're with people for longer than a year and these quirks just appear and people act like it's, you've changed so much, but really you haven't shown your real self. So show your bodily quirks early on, guys. Okay. The other one is uh, selective listening. Oh my God. Well, you guys know when I told you about Jay's focus, she has selective I listening. I do not have selective but listening. But it's only because... But, during that time when you want to be by yourself when they're smart. It's actually a okay. good thing, right? I have, I have a question for you guys. When you're doing something and someone comes to you and asks you to listen to them and you're watching a TV show, do you consider that selective listening? I don't. No. No, what I'm saying is not a negative thing. It is. No, selective listening can be a positive thing because sometimes in selective listening, people do bother you at the wrong time is what I'm saying. I'm not oh. criticizing you. Well, no, it doesn't matter. I don't yeah. mind you criticizing no. if it's the truth. No, but selective listening, I think... what. What I'm trying to point out here in relationships, sometimes it can be a good thing, right? I know. I think that you should always be listening. I think, I mean, like, I think that if somebody has come to you and you're giving them specific time, like, for example, you and I are going out to lunch and I say, you know, that's our time together, right? Mm -hmm. I should be listening to you instead of being on my phone or calling other people. I should be focused on you so that you have your time. I guess that's how you define it because I was thinking that. If you know, if that person knows that you're focused on something and they interrupt you, I guess you should just say, no, not, you should just say, you're interrupting. But one of the (laughs) things I do know that when it's a negative, it can be a problem in a relationship. Correct. I agree. Because one of the things, and it's a quirk that really bothers couples. And, and you know, and even in our practice, Jay, we see people really upset about people not paying attention to them and not, not, um, uh, you know, being benign and, and, um, not giving their full attention and and unless it's important for you to be attentive to I agree and be attentive to those things and sometimes people are not I agree and um you know it's funny because I notice that a lot sometimes with men and, and not to be negative guys but about you but I think that sometimes they know they're they're artful in turning things off and also i think the problem is is that if you if you have a way of it depends on the the people that you're with right i know that my husband when i am trying to talk to him i go hey baby you're listening if he's playing a video game or if he's doing a presentation i know that i'm like hey when you're done i'm going to talk to you about this and that and then sometimes that'll give him a switch where he's like wait i can listen but if he's focused on something else and I start talking to him about it, um, I know that his focus isn't going to be there on me. That's a really important point, too, because you need to respect what person the person's doing. And that's yes. what I was saying kind of when I said selective listening can be a, a good thing. Yeah. Because, and, But I think that you need to respect if and understand your spouse because or understand your relationship because sometimes... Not having that communication to understand, hey, babe, I wanted to listen to you, or let's talk about it after the movie, or right. let, that communication to get past that next level is what I think it's um, important. Right. So I love that. Um, here's one that... Um, being a slob. That's for you. Being a slob. Because you cannot stand people being a slob. I can't. You know what? Don't even contact Dr. Stella if you're a slob, guys. Dishes, clothes, it drives her crazy. shoes, mud. Clean it up. Well, my thing is about slob. There's a difference between, okay, I, your house isn't completely neat than just being completely nasty. Um, so I think, but you know what? Some people are okay with nasty. That's why I think part of it is about 
if you have these quirks and you have somebody that's like, I don't care if she has clothes everywhere. I don't care if she never does the dishes and there's mold everywhere. There's some people that are okay with that. But I think it's finding those quirks that you can deal with. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, I remember I had a tax accountant and um, there, I went in their office and I and really, I could not even pay attention to their face with all the paperwork that's on the floor. Is that that person? No. In LA? Oh, no, okay. it's another person. But I was like, I went to him just maybe once or twice, once, and I was like, oh, my God, how do you even know where my paperwork is? Is that the LA? No, no, it's another oh, okay. one. And it's like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay. so how can he keep records? Now, I know a lot of it's on the computer. Right. And he seemed to know what he's doing. But my but part, you stopped going to him because he was a slob. So that's why. For, for other people, they're like, oh, my God, I got like $5,000 every year, 10000 so I'm keeping him. It's so funny how somebody can yeah. be so organized. And that's what's interesting, too, how somebody can be so organized in sometimes business, whereas in personal life, they're a complete disaster. Yeah, yeah. That could be possible, too. Yeah, yeah. So to recap, the three things, body quirks. Selective listening and being a slob really have a, a, a negative place in a lot of relationships. And you need to understand who your audience is or who your spouse is before you go into these things. Um, well, you guys, you know, why don't we do this? Let's take a break and we'll be right back after this, too.
welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're having a conversation, and we're live, and we ask you to join the conversation. At 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. And we're talking about annoying things that get on your nerves in your relationships. Let's be real. The things that are annoying, right? The things that are annoying. And how, how you deal with and those. And you know, we have somebody that has a comment. I think it's our... Uh, Mr. Jamal. Good morning, strategic ladies. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic here in this sunny Southern California day. I know, right? It's it's great. And I really kind of hate to put a dampener on this day with my comments, but since no. the topic is what annoys me in a relationship, I'm going to come clean today. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. First thing, there's actually two things. Uh, One, which is definitely a um, deal breaker, and that is fake, fake body parts. You're so funny. Oh, my God. Fake, fake body parts. So none of that. What was that movie was that the girl had all the fake stuff on? Oh, I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get you sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, you you might have trouble in this world. I know now. nowadays you may have some trouble with that, Mr. Jamal. Um, you know, I I just will not deal with it. I just it's something. It's it's beyond the fact that it's fake. It's the mentality that kind of makes me wonder what else is not real in your life. If you are wow. willing to go to the extent of putting something into your body to make you look like what you really are not. You're that you know what, yeah, Jamal, that is very interesting because people don't necessarily talk about the mental reason behind why they did that. You right. know, one of one of the things I I remember um when this one friend of mine, um, I guess she's more of an associate, um, had a lot of surgery and she didn't do it for herself. She did it for her relationship. And it was, it was, it's sad because when that relationship finally came to an end, those things that she did to her body were not even self-fulfilling. They're not, they, she didn't even like it. Mm -hmm. So you were exactly right. What is the mental reason behind that? I don't knock people that want to do it. I think if it's something you truly want to do, do it. But I think that the mental reason behind it is is a problem sometimes. If it's where if it's where a woman is, um, her her a self her self esteem is so low about her, I guess uh, looks, her physicality or whatever, and she has decided that if I get an implant here, an injection there, a fake this there, that's going to make me such a more appealing person. That is a tremendous turnoff, probably a deal breaker. But the absolute deal breaker, where there is no discussion, there is no coming back from this one, is when a woman manufactures drama. Well, yes, I can't stand it in a friendship either. No more drama. No more drama. So give us an example, Dr. Jamal. For example, for those. For those of us that don't know what manufactured drama is. Well, uh, and it's part of a personality type, I believe. I agree. And it's where uh, when 
someone is trying to create a scenario or a context and then see how you're going to respond within the context. Now, the context or the scenario is absolutely false. It's absolutely made up. It's like I'm trying to elicit an emotion out of you. I'm trying to see what makes you tick. So I'm going to create something, which means I'm probably going to lie. And I'm going to make something up just to see how you respond to the lie. Now, yes. it's you know some people are very masterful at this. You, you can't figure it out. They're very good at this. That uh, calculating mentality. Yeah, that sounds like a calculating person. I, I'm the same way. And, you know, the, pro- I, the sad part about this is I feel that that's more of a women have a problem with this more so than I think men do with the cal- the the calculating situation. I mean, I'm, dogs and calculating is completely different. So I think that the yeah. women have a problem with trying I think, to tra- trauma. I, I don't. There's not. Well, do I think men it's done. Do that? I think it's done differently. Okay. I Tell think me. women are more calculating in the sense where they plan things out. Right. But I think men, like I've had, uh, you know, guys that look on TV and say, "Man, she's beautiful." You know, to, 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 to elicit a spot or a response from me or make me jealous when I was dating, and that was a sign where goodbye you know i don't want to hear you talk about someone being beautiful to see how i feel to to make me want you more and that was their idea so i think that they do it differently but i absolutely agree with you jamal if that is a deal breaker for me first of all anyone that gets and i won't say get off but anyone that feels good about making another person get emotional negative and especially going into a negative emotion it's to me has some issues and sick I agree. So that that would actually be a big deal breaker for me as well. I don't like drama. I, I, you know, for me, I believe relationships should come easy. It shouldn't be. I mean, I think that there's always work in trying to make sure that you guys are, are both um, compromised within. But I have to be, I have to say, and, and I've been blessed knocking on wood, that most of my, my long, long relationships, I've had it easy in the sense that it hasn't been so much work that I felt like I had to, diffuse drama or diffuse things all the time it shouldn't be that way so so let me ask you something jamal and jay uh dr jay so what how, sometimes it's hard to find out what these people are doing what do you think are some of the signs to know if they're calculating and if they induce the drama because sometimes they're really yeah, good i'd love to hear from brother jamal his his take because it's we're getting a different not just a generational <laughs> perspective but also a man's point of view yeah. well I'll just speak from past experience. Um, A telltale sign actually is when they can't remember the lie that they told you. Oh, that's really bad. So it's scary when they believe the lie, though. Oh, and and when they really are into their sickness, their madness, their low self-esteem, their hysteria, their paranoia, their fear. When they're you need to get rid of that one. When they're deeply (laughs) inside of the fear. Uh, yeah. What happens? Yeah. What happens is that they actually want you to respond to the lie, to the persona that they are presenting, and if you do not, they are going to respond like, "What is wrong with you? I gave you this picture, I painted this portrait, and you did not respond to it. So, what is wrong with you? You." Uh. You must not love me. Yeah, and you know what? That's another thing um, that I think is a good 
indicator of if they're doing it is how you respond. Because you can actually, if you think someone is behaving that way or being calculating, responding in a different way they wouldn't expect, kind of throws them off. And, you know, um, which is a good indicator that, but then, you know, they're so calculated that they probably have thought out all the responses. I don't know. I think, you know, the scary thing to me is sometimes when people that they believe what they, they have told you. So I, you know, there's people that I've had lied to my face and really believe their lie, which is kind of scary too. So this is a no, 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 no negotiation. No negotiation for you. No negotiations. Now the question is for me, uh, how long has this been going on? How long did it take me to figure it out? Now, if I figure once I figure it out, then I have two options. They're out the door. That's the bottom line. They're gone. Out. But gone. if 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 I have if this seems that this this has been an ongoing pattern and it's taken me maybe a few months to figure it out or whatever. Once I figure it out, I may just start to respond the way they want me to respond before I go. I may just play yeah. the game for a little while and then I'm gone. Yeah. Just to see how it plays out. Yeah, well, just to let them know that there was hope, but you failed at the end. Oh, look! So then, that, so it's switching now. The game so, switching. So you play the game yeah. too. See, I'm a little different, you know. Once I find that that happens, I'm gone because I don't have time. I like to disappear. Where they're like, "Where'd Jay go? Where'd Jay go? She I'm gone." Just like, and and the and the way I disappear or in the relationship. I, I don't even act like I'm mad. That really bothers me. And I'm not. I'm a favor. Thank you. Goodbye. I guess I'm like Jamal, though. I kind of am like, you know, yeah. let me show Yeah, I like to. So since you think that I, because I want you to believe that I thought that you were telling the truth. Right. And then I stop right. you with knowing that I know. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I don't like drama. I don't, I don't have drama. No, no drama. Furry was talking to me. <laughs> I don't want because you know what it takes away your energy and my good That's energy it's it, it so draining it. and it's draining. draining you know uh, those game players and those people that um want to invoke anger and madness in a relationship i have no time for them so it's it's um you know they're gone and you don't know what they're really capable of. I mean, no, you know, exactly. you don't know to what extent that they will manufacture this, 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 this scene, this scenario. Um, you know, if, if it's really layered, I'm saying, Oh my God, this person is really sick. They really need to, right. you know, get some therapy and I have to get away from them because, you know, this may turn into something really traumatic and my life could be at risk. So I have to get away from them. So let me ask you another question. Okay, you said the first scenario was that you don't want a woman that has any fake anything, body parts or anything. What about um, when they get older and, and they actually do, you know, Botox to look younger? Oh, do you believe God, in growing no. old with people? Yes. No, no. We're going to go. We're going to start natural and we're going to go out natural. Okay, that's wonderful. That's wonderful because, you know, I think a lot of times people, um, they look in the mirror and they don't like what they see because of the aging process and i did a whole um 
a whole uh, talk on that in another study that I did with a friend of mine. And, and it, was, it was biblically related, but it was that the wisdom, and a lot of countries, people look at wisdom as being a, a good thing, right? And, and aging as a good thing because you gain, gain wisdom. And I have a friend that has just aged so gracefully and beautifully, and I'm thinking, and she has wrinkles. Um, but it's beautiful. And so I, I like that. And, you know, I hope that we can get people to that. Back to and that. And, that, and that's what I think also, too, I think like Brother Jamal saying these are his his things that are like non-negotiables. And I think that that should be told early on in a relationship because that way you know that you have somebody that you're on the same playing field on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's same like, yeah, it's like, you know, you're not, it's not a pro and an amateur on the same field. See what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to bring up, though, you know, well, I guess you have to be strategic when you bring up the subject, especially about um, um, game playing, role playing, um, manufactured drama, um, because sometimes people are so they you, well. Sometimes you really have to explain it, but then at the same time, um, you may not want to say anything. You may just want to let things play out and see if this is a natural part of this person's per, uh, personality or th- do they have this character you know this personality trait where they're going to uh, create this false face they're going to put on this false face just to elicit something out of you and if that is really who they are then they really have to go yeah 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 i don't want well that's another thing i think that one of the things that's and, and i don't i, I, I didn't see that necessarily in the list of the article that i read but um, I think that anyone that isn't true to who they are and is, is living a different facade, you know, that's not real, that's a deal breaker for most people because you don't, you're really, you're really getting involved with someone that doesn't even exist. They're, they've made it up. They're artificial. And um, a lot of times it's hard to, you have to be kind of experienced to, to know that, right? That's why I think you see a lot of times marriages dissolve after the kids are gone because the real reason for that relationship revolved around wanting kids to keep them and then when the kids are gone those empty nesters say you know what i really don't like you um i think i think a lot of going into that is that people marry too soon and not knowing the person they're marrying and and i think that like like brother jamal was saying and yourself that these manufactured personalities of doing everything that you want the person to like just because you think that they're possibly attractive it's just defeating the purpose you're not getting to know the whole soul of the person mm-hmm. and if it mends with your melts with yours agreed agreed well, interesting insight well i'll be sure to make sure you, you're i don't know if you're in a relationship now but i'll be sure to send no barbie dolls over and um <laughs> I'll make sure to draw a Barbie for you, brother Jamal. I'm gonna say, "Oh my God, he loves that Barbie look." <laughs> no, un- unless it's unless it's natural, but uh, um, but 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 if it is Barbie, please, whatever you do, don't manufacture drama. I know, right? That's the worst. That's the well, worst. You know, for me, that's the worst too. Because to me, it's like lying. It's like I, I don't like anything. If you lie, you might as well just keep walking. And you know, people don't realize, and, and we'll, you know, we can change this up. Everything. People don't realize that at a certain point, that game cannot be played because you, that person is playing is tired. <laughs> right. 
at a certain point and, and it comes out. I mean, I remember a relationship I was in and I kind of woke up and saw the person for who they really were. And I'm they, so ma- they, they made, they made it seem like they were this giving concerning uh, a- activists in the community. And I'm totally into giving um, without receiving anything. I, I love giving. And, and this person pretended to be that way. And when I found out that they weren't that way, and it just was like a veil was lifted from my eyes. And I saw it and I thought, oh, my God, how disgusting. This person just wants this for, for show. So, um, yeah, I, I get you, Jamal. Exactly. And, and, and right, oftentimes when you're in, you, well, you find yourself um, tied to or in a relationship with someone who has that perspective is that, you know, they're looking for basically arm candy or someone that can at least play a role with them when they're out in public. That means that they're probably playing roles in other arenas as well. Yes, yes, and so yes. you got to you have a once you figure it out, because, again, they're masterful. Uh, they've probably been been doing this longer than you or I have. Uh, once you figure it out, then you have a choice, you know, and the choice for me is to just exit stage left. Exit stage left. I remember that. But you know what? It's all about uh, knowing and finding and knowing that person before you get involved and looking for the signs. Because the signs are there, you know, um, and, and you just have to see them. You have a question that's on the board. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, let's see. Oh, that. let me see. Uh-oh. Well, let's see. It looks like we have. 